1: Learn more at marines.com.
2: And if there's things that aren't in line with that, then there's nothing wrong with becoming the foremost expert of what you already do. And I think, you know, sometimes, you know, I think like I'm a fan of, you know, obviously just from a schematic standpoint, the more things you do, the less layers of the onion we can peel back. You know, the less things you do, you can peel that thing all the way down to where your players and yourself, you have answers for everything.
3: The off-season usually begins with a challenge of striking a balance between preserving successful elements of the previous season and introducing new schemes, strategies and tactics for the upcoming season. It is a crucial aspect of our role as coaches and coordinators. It requires a strategic approach that ensures continuity while fostering innovation. This delicate balance is essential for the growth and success of our teams. That's the focus today as we talk to three coaches on their approach to their off-season study. We are joined by Finley University Offensive Coordinator Kyle Orodzansky, Bryant University Run Game Coordinator and Offensive Line Coach Steven Ciasi, and Louisiana Monroe Offensive Line Coach, Kyle Siegler. What you see on tape is a direct reflection of what you teach and how you teach. Video is important, but if you don't teach well, you're not going to like what you see on your video. First Down Playbook has been helping coaches teach better for 13 years. It allows you to present installs, playbooks, and practice cards in half the time with NFL quality. Coaching tools like video pairing to receive a $100 discount off the normal $700 First Down Playbook team membership price. Links and the phone number are in the show notes. As coaches, we know that some of the biggest hurdles to our team's success can come from off the field. Your team needs support to tackle the endless list of expenses, uniforms, training equipment, travel, and more. But raising that money can feel like a full-time job. Thankfully, there's vertical raise. To find out more, visit verticalraise.com and we'll get you connected with an exclusive offer on your first fundraiser. First up, Kyle Ordzansky emphasizes the importance of studying defenses and collaborating with the defensive coordinator to stay innovative in offensive strategies. He talks about how he values open conversations and extensive brainstorming sessions to foster creativity within the offensive staff.
0: When you're talking about continuity, within an offense that's who you strive to be that is the culture within that side of the ball and and who you strive to be and you don't stray from that because ultimately those are your core beliefs and values but ultimately how you get those things done that is dictated based on what players you have what defenses you're seeing it's something that we've started doing or i started doing a couple years ago is you know everybody they go to clinics and they talk to people and they want to talk about this new scheme or that new scheme this past off season, I spent a good majority of my off season studying defenses that we're going to see talking to defensive coaches, studying how they're coaching it and what their teaching is and we're very fortunate here at Finley that I think we have one of the best defense coordinators in the country, Tom Res so it's been awesome to work with him and talk with him. Hey, how are you guys coaching this? What are you guys seeing? What do you see out of this? What keys are we giving you? And then that allows you to be innovative and, and be on the the cutting edge of, of what's going on offensively. I think from an offensive staff perspective, I'll never forget when I was a GA And I was working for Troy Rothenbuehler. He asked me a question about a scheme, and I brought up an idea. And wouldn't you know it, we end up running it in the next game. Well, it's something that I've kept with me and something that our head coach preaches daily is that everybody's got a voice. Have a reason why you want to do what you want to do. Be able to back it up with sound reasoning, and let's have a conversation about it something that we do in the off season, we'll devote time and leave open-ended conversations for the offensive staff. Hey, what do you guys want to talk about? What new ideas do you guys have? And it starts right there. And we go and go and go. Sometimes those meetings will be three, four, five hours where we'll sit there and just go back and forth and back and forth on the board. Hey, what do you think about this? What about this motion? What about this? Hey, how can we do this better? just so that we can constantly stay creative with what we're doing offensively. And then ultimately, it always comes back to how can we best accentuate our best players.
3: You bring up a really important part of this process, and it's easy to get infatuated with all the new ideas. I mean, it's stuff all over the place now. Wow, that play looked great. But a lot of it goes down to the why and figuring out exactly like you said, what are they doing on the other side? And I think that's a, a process that can happen all season long. And probably one of the most useful things, Kyle, when we were at BW, was going right down the hall to Jim Meyer and sitting down with him. And, you know, especially early in the season and in camp, what are we doing that's giving you problems? And why is it giving you problems, right? And what are the things, you know, as you get into the season, hey, what, what things are, are causing you some problems with the way you guys do this or that? There's a lot you can gain from really stepping away from just getting your perspective as an offensive coordinator and really digging into how the other side of the ball sees it.
0: And I think a lot of that has to do with, from my perspective, being raised as a defense coordinator's son. You know, my dad was a defense coordinator for as long as I can remember. And, you know, I was fortunate enough to marry a girl and her dad was a defense coordinator. So, the idea of studying defense and understanding what hurts them, what things are they stressed about, and then accentuating that within your offense, I think that's how that's the best way to grow and adapt to what defenses are doing in today's day and age, because it's not the same as it was ten years ago, five years ago. Defenses are doing different things.
3: Yeah, I, I agree with you. And having worked with your dad as a defensive coordinator, and you know, when we were together, he would bring a lot of. Uh, ideas to the table that could help us right and be willing to sit down and say are are you thinking about this did you think about doing it that way and you know people talk all the time about complementary football and I think it all starts with that understanding that you have between you and your defensive coordinator too and those conversations that you have that just starts to build that uh, that idea of working together and seeing how everything fits together is important too, as as you move forward, when you have new ideas, like, hey, we're thinking about doing this. How would that affect you?
0: And ultimately, it, you know, it, it's great to work with a staff full of guys here at Finley that are football junkies. We work with a bunch of guys that this is our life. We love the game of football. We would do this 24-7, 365 if we were allowed to. Unfortunately, we have other things in our lives that we can't do, that don't allow us to do that. But we have guys here that that eat, breathe, live, sleep football. And that's what makes it so fun. And that's why I think we have a great environment here to work in.
3: Next, Steven Ciasi discusses how he follows a 10-80-10 rule to assess offensive plays and emphasize the importance of enhancing successful elements while being open to adding new tactics that align with the team's identity. They focus on studying a select few teams to improve their own strategies.
1: You know, there's a couple answers to that. And I think the cool, one of the coolest things that we've done in our time here, and I credit again my head coach, Chris Merrin for, it, is we kind of live almost by like a 1080 10 rule in that the bomb 10% of what we ran offensively that wasn't effective, we really look at and we say to ourselves, like, what is the amount of time impact? And practice reps is going to take for us to fix that. Is it worth what we do to really enhance the rest of our offense? The answer is no. We basically just shut around and move away from that. And we're not afraid to do that. And I, and, I, and I give credit to that. Rather than having multi-years of, like, something not being successful, we're okay stepping away from something. And then we look at the 8% and what we do good and what we've we kind of run here pretty much every year. And we say, okay, here's where we're at with this. Here was our success rate. Here was our failure rate. But we felt good. That 80% is pretty much the bulk of our offense that we we do, and we have positive efficiency with. What can we do better to make it better? And then we say, okay, our top 10% plays, ones the most explosive, ones that generate the most points for us. What can we do to enhance those plays and make those even better? And how can we drag more of the 80 up? I think it's a pretty unique philosophy. And the cool thing about that is we say, okay, so when the season's over and we're done ourselves, scouting all this who can we study that runs that better than what we do and who can we take more from that? And I think that's where we do a really good job offensively here to rather than say, okay, well, this is the trending play or offense to run, but it really doesn't fit us. We kind of say, like, who can we study that matches it? So rather than study a broad range of teams it really narrow down to about, like, five or six teams, and we kind of look at that and say, okay, what can we take away from this? And I think that's that's a really cool way to enhance what we have without losing our identity. And with the bomb temper stuff that we kind of kick away, you know, we kind of look at what can we add to our offense. Is there worth the time investment to add new stuff that we haven't done, like a totally different scheme? And when we look at those, our, our thought process with those truthfully is if we can't get that in by spring ball and we go we go early February and March, we'll probably be Time investment where players haven't repped it in a live situation. I think that's a a good tactic for us is that we'd rather add the wrinkles to the good stuff and the stuff that's been positive for us and kind of move on
0: from stuff.
3: I've always been interested in the use of technology to make our jobs more effective. So I'm excited to continue sharing modern football technology with you here on the podcast. This innovative system leverages tendencies to improve self-scouting, game planning, and in-game decision making at the speed of the game. TeamMofo.com/slash demo and mention Coaching Coordinator Podcast or use the coupon code CC10 to receive 10% off your first year. We finish with Kyle Siegler, who stresses the significance of being critical of one's methods and finding non-negotiable elements of success. He cautions against blindly adopting new tactics and emphasizes the importance of becoming experts in what works for the team rather than constantly seeking innovation for its own sake
2: you got to always be critical of yourself as we all are after a season whether you're successful or whether you're not successful um you got to be you got to be critical find like you said find the things that hey we were we were known for this hey we were really good at this concept we were really good at this from a leadership standpoint or we were really good at this from a from a staff dynamic standpoint you know you got to find those things are like hey man these are these are non negotiables as far as like our success moving forward. But I also think, you know, I, I think me personally, and I, I might be going against the grain on this. I think nowadays sometimes guys get too wrapped up in we revamp every year. We do something new every year. And again, I'm not saying I'm against innovation. I don't want the I don't want the book to get thrown at me like I'm old fuddy duddy, but you know, I think you gotta find out what fits you, what fits your personnel, what fits you as a coach, and what fits your staff. And I went to a clinic this summer and it was awesome. Had a had bunch of NFL guys and they're talking all these NFL passing concepts and all this crazy, awesome stuff. And I'm I'm sitting there and I'm like, man, this is so cool, but none of this applies to where I currently coach, you know, and I'd have done, I, mean, I didn't write it all down and I wasn't scribbling away and then fired up and, and asking questions and loving it. But like, you also have to kind of go, okay, like, Hey man, like, does this apply to me? Is this going to be something we can use to be successful? Because if it's not and you just want to do something different to say we're doing something different, you know, I think coaches go back to all the time, what do we tell our players all the time in the season and even in, especially in the offseason when you're doing like mat and drills, they're lifting weights, they're running, they're just grinding, right? is you got to embrace the grind, you know, the little things, you know, the working out and the details of that stuff and, er, you know, like that's, that's what's really important. But sometimes as coaches, we just want to, what we want to fix. Oh, let's just get new players. Let's, let's, let's get new schemes. Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's just kind of, wait a minute. Like, why don't we try to become expert teachers at the things that fit us, that we are passionate about and, and, and work within our, our scheme or within our program, you know, and there's nothing, you know, the old football saying is, you know, strong teams, strong tendencies, you know, like I promise you, Tyler Roll and the boys in Fargo aren't working on empty air raid, you know, four to a side concepts. Okay. They're not doing that. Right. They got what they're good at, what they're known for, what they're going to hang their hat on. And they're going to do that better than anybody in the world. And the details of how they do that, the techniques, how they do that are going to be on full display, you know? So I think rather than necessarily like, okay, let's just do something new or something different so I can tell my buddies that I'm doing it, or it looks cool, or it might get a couple Twitter likes because we do some cool trick play. Like, okay like what is really applicable to the people you have you know what is really applicable to like what you're going to truly implement and call or, or make a part of your your plans moving forward and if there's things that aren't in line with that then there's nothing wrong with becoming the foremost expert of what you already do and i think you know sometimes you know i think like i'm a fan of you know obviously just from a schematic standpoint the more things you do the less layers of the onion we can peel back you know the less things you do you can peel that thing all the way down to where your players and yourself, you have answers for everything. You If they do this, we do this. If they do this, we do this. You know, I go – I love it, especially being a Texas guy. You know, all those small-town schools that run the triple option and slot T and wishbone and all that stuff, those 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 old-time coaches, they don't even have a call sheet. They call the plays and all they're doing this, awesome, call this. All they're doing that now, call this. You know, they've just got answers built in because of the overtime process of understanding we're not going to chase ghosts we're going to be experts at what we do. You know, and I think sometimes that's, that's not as fun uh, as a coach sometimes, because you're kind of teaching, teaching the same stuff and that can get repetitive. But again, to me, the challenge as a coach is, okay, what can I do to, to take this a step further for the, the individual part of it that I play in, in the big picture, right? Like how can I teach this technique different? You know, and I I've done that over the past years, you know, I've gone out and find guys that run the same schemes but how are you teaching this? How are you communicating this? Are there specific drills you're doing that are more effective? You know, and I think you know that's that is sometimes just as beneficial and just as fruitful as hey, we're going to go out and wholesale scheme change what we're doing. You know, and I think that's that's something that sometimes it's necessary. You know, hey, we got a, a quarterback that can't run for nothing, but he can throw the heck out of the ball. Hey, we're, we're probably going to invest in a lot more drop back concepts and some things to to play up to his skill set. You know, but if it's you know, you kind of have the pieces in place to, to be really good and be really solid in what you're known for and what you do, then let's, let's just amp up the intensity and amp up the detail of that and let's, let's become experts in that rather than just try to be... Uh
3: Achieving a balance between preserving successful elements and introducing new concepts in an offense requires a strategic and thoughtful approach. By staying true to your team's core beliefs and values, collaborating with defensive coaches, and being open to innovative ideas, You can ensure continuity while fostering growth and adaptation. It's essential to prioritize the elements that are truly applicable to the team and become experts in those aspects rather than succumbing to the temptation of wholesale scheme changes. This approach will lead to a strong and resilient team that is capable of adapting to the evolving landscape of the game. Keep tuning in as we wrap up the season and head into our off-season programming. Go to coachingcoordinator.com to sign up for our weekly tip sheet, which will provide you with a quick weekly rundown of the best ideas shared on Coaching Coordinator podcast.